Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. Good to have you with us today. Um, We discussed at the top of the show the hostages from Israel who have been released, and we do expect more of them to be released over the next couple of days here. And, of course, we'll keep you posted if there are any developments on that. But we go to the Quiver River Electric guest line this morning, and we talk to the Senior Vice President for Folds of Honor and somebody who's uh, been on this show, uh, well, he's been on this station a lot. We have talked to him in the past, and it is always captivating conversation Mm -hmm. when we have Rocky Sickman, uh, and he is with us again on KMOX. Good morning, Rocky. How are you? I'm awesome. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me on the air. Well, we love having you on, and the reason we wanted to have you on is because these these hostages who are coming back, and they're civilians, most of them are civilians, some of them are IDF, but most of these uh, Israeli hostages that are that are getting to go back home have experienced something traumatic over the last month mm-hmm. and a half. You experienced a similar traumatic thing, though, for longer. I mean, we're talking well over a year. Um, you were in captivity in in Iran. I I don't the the question I want to ask is what was it like? You know, but there are so many different ways to go with it. As a as a person who was in the military, it can't even be easy for you. I mean, you have some military training, but it still can't be easy to be taken hostage. You know, we're talking about all these uh, uh civilians who are taken hostage. It's not easy no matter who you are. No, you're you're absolutely right, uh, Chris. It's uh, it's one of those things. You know, we live in an incredibly wonderful country. That American flag it represents freedom. And I tell you what, the day of November fourth, nineteen seventy nine, uh, sixty six Americans were stripped their freedom, their dignity, and their pride, known as the Iran hostage crisis. And you know, I never knew that I would have to be, you know, tied for the next 30 plus days and then locked in a room for the next 400 days. Um, You just didn't know what was going on outside. And, you know, freedom is everything. Just your listeners out there, just think about the, I know that all your listeners had to uh, have gone through a traumatic time in their life. How do you ever forget that each day of being held was a traumatic time. And each one of these individuals that are coming home, it is a traumatic time that they will never forget. I wish that you could, unless they can zap your mind, are you ever going to forget that? And so, and these poor individuals that are coming home, um, maybe some of them know that they're still remaining uh, loved ones that are still being held. And so then you become uh, guilty that you were released and others were still held. We had individuals that had no idea, Chris, that here we were on January 20th, 1981, that we were released, had no idea that other individuals had been let go a year earlier of the hostage crisis. And we didn't know that there were just 52 of us remaining. Um, And so 
it, it, there's there's guilt trips on each side, you know, mm-hmm. of all that. But uh, it, it it's something they will never forget. And, and it's and important, I, Rocky. It's yeah. it's. I want to I want to point this out. Um, it, it's easy to forget this, but this was over forty years ago. You were what twenty one? So I mean, you're not a you're not a child when this happens, but you are a young person uh, that's going through this. No, absolutely. And I grew up in a small town of Krakow, Missouri, uh, near Washington, Missouri, 80 miles away. My my parents taught me three things, love of family, love of faith, and love of country. And I can tell you those three things kept me alive, along with this young girl that I uh, eventually, she waited for me. We've been married 42 wonderful years. Uh, but, you know, it's just the memories that you sat there and, you know, reading some of their, the stories of the hostages that are coming home. You know, they were locked in rooms. I mean, we were locked in rooms. I mean, every time we moved, they would blindfold you. And uh, it was, I mean, being held hostage is not good. And I want you, all the listeners that are out there, think about if you have children and one of your children are taken. My poor parents, God love them. They had to go through 444 days, Chris, of not knowing. I mean, the media lived in their yard for 444 days waiting for news and obviously that's two thanksgivings two christmas i had just spent my first thanksgiving and the only thing i could think of was just the memories of growing up out there and my mother making the bird making the homemade bread and the the rolls and everything and those are the things that kept me alive yeah and you mentioned the not knowing i mean uncertainty is a fundamental feature of the psychological torture that terrorists will put you through i know even uh, as stories are trickling out about the hostages when they were being released they didn't even know they were being released they said they were going to take them out for the bathroom they blindfolded them they tied them up they dragged them out there's a two siblings Rocky, uh, Noam and Alma, 17 and 13, respectively, they were released on Saturday after being held hostage for 50 days. Not They were returned to their family where their family had to tell them that their mom had been murdered. They didn't know that. Their family had to tell them their dad was still missing, potentially taken hostage. They didn't know that. How do you... How, how can a 13-year-old or a 17-year-old move move on? Like just, and I don't mean move on from the from the trauma. I just mean like take the next step or take the the next breath. How do they keep going with that weight of grief? Yeah, that's incredible stuff. What uh, a person can go through. Um, and you know, when I came home, uh, and, and it's still something I can tell you that. You never forget that traumatic time. And as you watch the news and you hear different stories, it triggers all these old memories. And so what you have to do is you have to try to generate your um, your energy towards something positive. And for me, it's been with Folds of Honor, um, where we provide scholarships to children and spouses of fallen, disabled military and first responders. I had no idea that eight people lost their life on an attempted rescue operation. And so every morning I, I wake up, and I earn each day a memory of those eight. You know, uh, some of my colleagues, when they came home, and a psychiatrist told us this, they said, you, there's two ways of dealing with this situation. There's one way you just let it sit inside. Something's gonna cause you to break, or the other is you use it as a stepping stone. And I have been able to use it as a stepping stone um, whenever I feel like I have a difficult situation, I think of my worst times when I was stripped 
and put up against a wall with three rifles to the back of my head. If I can go through that, I can go through anything. Rocky, let's uh, 40 years ago, 40 plus years ago, um, this happened. When you're dealing with it now, how often do you think about it? How often does it creep into your mind, whether subconsciously or... Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Or not. You know, you try not to, uh, you know, you know, think about it a lot. Uh, obviously, things are going to, you know, you're going to see the word Iran. You're going to see the word hostage or, you know, or, or anything of that nature. And like I said, I devour myself now with working and helping to, you know, we've, we've raised over 51,000 scholarships. That's $240 million. And so I, I try to burn my energy in, in something positive. Um, but again, it, it's that's something that you're ever going to forget. The day of November 4th, 1979, the Islamic Republic of Iran, they became terrorists the day that they took diplomats hostage. And it, they have never looked back. They have continued. I am a true believer. A Muslim is not born with hatred. They are taught hatred. And it just it breaks my heart to see individuals in our own country that are demonstrating in regards that this is good of what the uh, Hamas has done is taking hostages and and putting these families through this captivity and of course burying of many of those thousand I think there was a a thousand people so it's just uh, it's sad that that day of November 4th I had a chance to pull the trigger um, and we were in the basement of the American embassy, myself and a, another Marine, Billy Gallegos, and they had broken through the windows. And who do they bring to forward but Iranian women in black shadors? Because they knew that we would not shoot unarmed innocent women. And we were being screamed, don't fire, don't retaliate. And that's why you see Hamas. They are cowards, just as the mullahs, they're thugs. And the Revolutionary Guard are terrorists. And we've allowed them to do this for 44 years. And it's infiltrated now our own society, which it breaks my my heart. Rocky, when you talk about everything that you experienced, was there an evolution of emotions and healing that you went through uh, from grief, rage, fear, numbness? Was it a whole uh, evolution that you had to experience? <laughs> it's it's something that goes on every day. Um, you live with it and you, you appreciate it. And, you know, just like I said, I, I look at my wonderful uh, wife, my wonderful three children. Uh, I have four grandkids now. Wonderful things that I have. And I need to continue to be strong and remember what I have in those eight individuals those eight individuals would never again be able to go fishing with their son, uh, go to a father-daughter dance, as I have, walk their daughter down the aisle and hold my grandkids. And so it, it's one of those things I'm thankful that I've had a second chance in life. And I, I try to earn it each day, a memory of those eight individuals. But it's just uh, every day is a, um, a positive day. 
uh, you can't ever have a negative day after going through 444 days of captivity. Rocky Sickman, Senior Vice President, Folds of Honor here in St. Louis. Um, anything coming up with Folds of Honor? Any events that we need to be aware of? You know, uh, there's so many different things. We have a great chapter here led by uh, Doug Mitchell, uh, and you can go to stlewis.foldsofhonor.org to learn more. But anybody, all your listeners can go out to foldsofhonor.org and make a donation uh, to become a squadron leader of $13. And why 13? There are 13 folds to a flag. And those eight individuals all received those flags. And it's, it's something that we should, as Americans, this holiday season, never forget that our military and our first responders are out there and the families, what they have to go through each and every day. We should never forget that freedom is not free. And so at Folds of Honor, we say honor their sacrifice, educate their legacy. So I truly appreciate you guys uh, having me on here. Always opportunities to uh, to assist, to donate. stlewis.foldsofhonor.org is the website. Uh, Rocky, we appreciate your time today. Thank you for visiting with us again. Happy holidays. That is Rocky Sickman, Senior Vice President, Folds of Honor. Again, here's the website so you can donate. There are volunteer opportunities, all kinds of stuff. And, and it's important to know, it's Giving Tuesday. It's officially Giving Tuesday, so it's a perfect day to go to foldsofhonor.org. stlewis.foldsofhonor.org. So it's a a really great resource. We appreciate Rocky, and it's always great to get his insight here on KMOX. It is Amy Marks Corps. I'm Chris Ranji. When we come back, did you see this? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.